0: Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical 5-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the third in a series of episodes in which I'm presenting quick tests I use to help my clients, for-profits and non-profits, think about whether they have a real strategy. Last time, we covered the stupid test. If the opposite of our strategy is stupid, something no sensible organization would do, then we don't have a strategy. In my experience, the stupid test eliminates about three-quarters of what organizations present as strategies. Unfortunately, many of the remaining 25% fail the test we'll discuss today, the meaning test. Most strategic plans are full of key terms whose meanings are presumed when they should be defined. For instance, most plans say something about an organization becoming a leader in its industry or field. But what does it mean to be the leader? Why does the organization believe it's not currently the leader? Which organization is the leader? According to what standard? And how did it become the leader? How will the organization benefit from being the leader? Is there more than one way to be the leader? If our strategy doesn't address such questions specifically, then we haven't really decided what we want to accomplish. A lack of clear meaning shows that there is, at best, a weak connection between our activities and our goals we'll find that we can carry out our chosen activities exceptionally well without coming close to achieving our stated goals. We also need clear meanings to understand what choices we're making and what we're getting ourselves into. I often encounter foundations or individual donors who talk about venture philanthropy, usually with the implication that it's somehow superior to ordinary giving. But think about what successful venture capital requires the capacity to provide high six-figure to eight-figure funding, perhaps repeatedly and unexpectedly, the experience to distinguish risky but promising organizations from near certain failures, consistent availability to advise and coach the recipient's leadership team, possible participation in raising support from other investors, and the authority and willingness to replace the organization's leadership if things aren't going well. Moreover, venture-backed businesses fail at a rate of 30 to 95%, depending on how broadly we define failure. I've met very few philanthropists with the capacity and tolerance for risk to make even one million-dollar gift, presuming there's a one-third chance or greater of it being a total loss. But perhaps most important... No strategy can succeed unless everyone in our organization understands it in the same way, using the same language. The financial services firm Edward Jones adopted a strategy of serving, in the words of its strategic plan, conservative individual investors who delegate their financial decisions. The plan went on to provide explicit definitions of each important term conservative, individual, even investor, as well as what it means to delegate financial decisions. None of Jones's employees could be in the slightest doubt about what the firm was doing and why, which allowed them to make choices confidently in their daily work and led to substantial growth in the firm in a short period of time. We may resist defining our terms as a way of keeping our options open, but it is the opposite clear language that sets us on a path to success. My suggestion for today is, ask whether the definitions of key terms in your organization's strategy are clear enough to allow you to set measurable goals. If you're not sure, write down your definition of these terms and ask your colleagues if they agree. Next time, we'll discuss the fourth test I encourage clients to apply. The Execution Test Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, Which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC. A consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Munsey. Talk to you next time.